0: Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Well, hello everyone and
1: welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. It is, at least from a recording perspective, January 27th, 2024. And the last time Matt and I were both in the same virtual space together, the Lions were having their first ever playoff game since 1990 years <laughs> one or two or something like that and at the time we didn't know what was going to happen but they won they won the detroit lions won and then last week matt and i weren't able to get together so we didn't talk too much about it but they won again and the lions the detroit lions who not too long ago this century went zero and 16 have are one game away from the Super Bowl. By the time you are listening to this podcast, we will know whether the excitement that I am feeling right now uh, is warranted or not. That said, uh, hi Matt. Hello, I'm back. (laughs) And uh, today we are going to be talking about Disney And it's history with professional sports uh, or sports in general, for that matter. I I texted Matt a couple of weeks ago. I said, this could be a really fun topic. News alert. I'm not the biggest sports guy in the world. I'm not like the I've watched two major football games in my life, and they've been the last two weeks. So, 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 like, I'll watch it here. Even the Super Bowl bores me sometimes. I'll watch it for the commercials or whatever, and you know, the food and. So, yeah, I enjoy the squares. Squares is fun too. Oh yeah, yeah. I did like hockey at one point when I was younger. I even when the Red Wings were doing their thing, that was kind of fun as well. They're doing but good I've now never... this
0: year, though. Yeah,
1: I've heard. I've heard. So, so, uh, 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 considering what's going on with the Pistons, I think that's that that's much needed. Um, <laughs> (laughs) Um, So that said, um, this episode is all going to be about Disney and its relationship with sports. And Matt, I know you are a major sports guy.
0: Yes. So um, by way of contrast, um, (laughs) I am very into this. Like um, sports has been a big part of my life since I was a kid. I grew up watching football. Like, I mean, those are the earliest memories that I have of Sundays, like getting home Mm -hmm. and, and turning on the football game. Um, those are my Sundays in the fall and winter watching football. Um, you know, now I enjoy basketball, baseball, Olympic sports. Hockey. I mean, pretty much if it is a sport, I love watching it. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, I mentioned on this site, I, I, I write for multiple sports websites. Um, yep, this is my yep. thing, but if you're a Disney and fan, you,
1: and you run a fake sports team, yes, uh, true. And I, too, it, so. I run
0: the fake sports team. So if you're not into sports, you can be. Kind of into
1: I, sports. I, I will add though, real quick, for me, I do take part in my friends group annual March Madness pool. Because oh, that's yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. And you don't have to know a lot about sports to do that. No. And for a long time, I actually was part of my friends fantasy football league as well. Now I haven't been in that in probably four or five years because I just I just I didn't understand it. I never yeah. won but I, I did do that to, to some degree. So, here, so for I mean. all
0: you non-sports people out there, I'm actually going to insert this here. If you want to absolutely aggravate the sports fans in your life, join, offer to join their fantasy football league. Um, uh, because so my sister has been in our family fantasy what? football league for, we've uh. done this for the last 10 years. My sister drafts the team and never looks at it ever again I, oh, am week, oh, I am every week, I am every week looking at this. I'm putting in the lineups. I'm adding and dropping players. I'm making sure everything's I, optimized. I have never won the league. My sister has won it twice. <laughs> And it's very aggravated.
1: And she probably picks it based off of names or oh, colors yeah, yeah. My favorite or whatever, team, my you favorite know, yes, yes.
0: zero knowledge of what is happening. Oh, in the that's And so, that is so funny just me. if you want to aggravate the sports that fans is in your life, funny join be. their leagues and just dominate by knowing nothing. That and then if you hilarious. lose, you can just be like, I don't know anything.
1: <laughs> that is, that is funny. Um, that, but that if you really are a good. Disney
0: fan, um, Sports is actually a huge section of the um, of the Walt Disney Company. Yes, um, it, I, I think
1: before you I'm going to let Matt kind of guide the episode here on this because this is his thing but I think when you think about sports and Walt Disney there's different there's, there's obviously the Walt Disney World complex there's Disneyland there's also the various movies that Disney has done based around sports throughout the years that are, are such a major part of our childhood and of course there's just the, the fact that they own ESPN I mean that that's a big deal but like that the concept of like professional sports teams who win championships what are you going to do next I'm going to disney world and and like that's a big part of the zeitgeist in terms of people in the professional sports um and of course disney's also owned professional sports teams throughout the year as well yes. throughout the years as well so matt yes. i'm gonna take a step back and i'm gonna let you guide the conversation on this and i'll just kind of Ch- chime in every once in a while here
0: yeah absolutely i'm um, and i'll kind of throw some stuff i have some just wild things to 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 that i've that i've uncovered as as i've researched this and just stuff <laughs> that i know um so really the big the big thing that people would know would be espn you know espn is part of the um walt disney company um mm-hmm. and uh, even if you've never watched a lick of espn you know that espn exists <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's a thing that happens So the the um, the flagship kind of program of that is of course SportsCenter, Um, and that was launched. uh, ESPN was launched on September seventh, nineteen seventy nine, with that telecast of SportsCenter, Um, and throughout the years they then started to you know acquire the March Madness tournament. Um, um, I don't know. Do you know who Dick Vitale, Dick Vitale is? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, uh, he, he, I yeah, remember him. Yeah, he, he, he does that. He's on the Jock Jams. Uh, I think number two or, or number one is the intro to the Jock Jams. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yep.
0: very legendary voice. Um, yep. you know, and, and so they got him on. He's still with ESPN. Um, yep. and so, and, um, in the 80s, the other thing that they acquired was boxing, you know, Friday Night Fights was a, Huge, huge deal in the '80s. Boxing has kind of fallen off in the now. When did when did Disney acquire ESPN? So that was 1985 that they acquired.
1: Um, and they and, they were launched when?
0: Uh, they launched in '79. So it was so like 16... really.
1: So Disney and ESPN then have pretty much been been the same company for the majority of our lives and yes. and a good chunk of people. I, I always thought it was later. I didn't realize that, that it was that, that soon.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, uh. it was all like through, it was all through. So like, you know, it was ownership of ABC, ABC owned ESPN. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess I'm, 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 I'm getting my dates wrong a little bit. So ABC owned ESPN that was acquired by capital city communications in 1985 and then um was then acquired by the Walt Disney company in 1996. So my apologies, I got that wrong. So 1985 is when ABC took control of them. 1996 is when it's when we um, got
1: ABC, is when Disney is, got ABC. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Disney got that ABC
0: and then okay. it was, you know rebranded as kind of the Walt Disney Television. Yep. So and and for the longest time ESPN was the source of sports news, similar to kind of how the parks went where it used yep. to be you know, Disney was the theme park. Everything else was secondary. Mm-hmm. And in the modern age, now you've got it with the Disney parks, you know, you've got Universal, you've got mm-hmm. um, Knott's Berry Farm. I mean, there's there's other ones that are now comparable. And that's kind of yep. the same thing in sports media is now like Fox has their own sports wing with their, um, you know, their analysts and things like that. But still, ESPN is still a very big player in the sports world. They still have Monday night football. They still nice. have the college football playoff. And if you, um, if you don't understand the power of football, um, the stat um, from this past year is that of the most watched sports broadcasts, the top 100 most watched sport sports broadcasts of 2023, 93 of them were NFL football.
1: Yeah. I saw the stat about the lions game. The last two weeks. I think the last last week it was like 40 million people tuned yeah. in to watch that game. And it's it's in the one before that was like 40 million. It was like the highest prime time television event since the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. It's it's it it's insane how popular the NFL is. <laughs> um mm-hmm. So, you know, ESPN is kind of the thing that, you know, similar to what um Disney Channel is, where that's mm-hmm. the one that reaches the masses because it's on cable and cable is pretty accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. ESPN is kind of the, you know, main uh the main thing, so to speak, that most people know. Um and uh uh they launched ESPN plus in 2018. You know, I'm sure if you have Disney plus, you have seen the, the triple bundle where it's, you know, Disney plus Hulu and ESPN plus, um, they have started to try to acquire more of these smaller leagues. Like I believe the NHL, you can get all the games on ESPN plus, um, uh, you can. Um, and then they have some like European soccer leagues. I know like they're starting to kind of acquire some of that stuff. But then they also have some like original programming. Um, do you know who Stephen A. Smith is? Does that name mean anything to you? Um,
1: I swear he's a broadcaster, isn't he?
0: So he's a talking head. He's also
1: got a lot of, opi- he's also a pretty opinionated on politics too, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, yeah then I have seen him before. He's, he's quite the liberal actually. Yeah.
0: He's a, he's a very fiery personality. Um, he yeah, yeah. has been, uh, he's been with ESPN for years Yeah, yeah and, yeah, yeah. um, he has, um, he has a show called Stephen A. Smith's world. Like he's a, ve- he's a yeah. very big draw for the company. Um, And so for you, Disney fans, I'm going to insert this clip here because I'm not going to do it justice, but (laughs) he takes calls, you know, for his show and some person calls in and basically asks him like, do you think that Lightning McQueen from cars is the goat of, of racing? Ah, I love it. And he goes off on a rant of like, how can you be called the GOAT? Strip Weathers has seven piston cuffs, too. (laughs) Ah, It's this argument, like in full. I love it. Like well known knowledge. I'm going to, again, I'm going to insert it here because it is a fantastic part of television or television. Danny in Wisconsin, you're live with Stephen A. What's up, Danny? Talk to me. Stephen A. Smith. Uh, when you think about the GOAT of sports, you think about Mike with six, Brady with seven rings. But where do you rank a guy like Lightning McQueen with seven Piston Cups? Mm. I would tell you he wouldn't be the GOAT. How are you going to be the GOAT? Because you talk about the movie Cars, right? you talk about the movie Cars, right? I mean, when you talk yes, about the Strip and King time, Weathers and, and Lightning McQueen, they're both tied with seven Piston Cups. Strip Weathers, you have got about him? How can you be that's the GOAT? You point. got somebody that's tied with that. you? You got somebody that's tied with you? Sorry, that ain't gonna work. Well, I know you tried to catch me with that. You didn't think I knew that about that. You didn't think I knew about no, cars, hey, did hey, you? When you think about it, you, you, you slept on a brother. You on a brother. He's got 28 circuits. he got 28 circuits under Strip his belt. Strip Weathers multiple races. has seven piston cups. I am not about to sit here and argue with a grown ass man about the movie Cars. Oh, come on now. Strip Steven. Weathers has seven piston cups. You should yeah, have brought me somebody that didn't have we as many piston an era cups. old engine cars? Uh, and if you're a Disney, uh, this is one of those times where, like, as a Disney and sports fan, I love when this kind of yeah. stuff crosses over. Um, and so uh, it's just very hilarious. So ESPN's kind of going through some some rough patches right now.
1: Well, um, I think part of that is is I mean, look, I mean, it, ESPN for the longest time, like you said, they were the experts. They were the go to. The internet changed that game in yeah. so many ways. NBC Sports, they, they've taken over a good chunk. I mean, they, they, they're they're the home of the Olympics, for crying out loud, not yeah. not ESPN, right? They've had that forever. Fox Sports is a, I mean, I don't, as crazy as this sounds, Matt, as a lay person for me, I don't think ESPN when I think football. I think Fox when I think football. Yeah. I, I know I can't be the only one. And, and if I'm not mistaken, didn't Monday Night Football within the last decade or so make the transition away from ABC strictly over to ESPN.
0: Yes. So yeah. And, I, used, and my yeah.
1: understanding that, that, that rubbed some people the wrong way.
0: Absolutely. Because, you know, ABC was the, the thing that made football very easy to access was that for mm-hmm. years, CBS, Fox, and ABC were the ones that would show it. CBS and, and, and Fox were your, um were your, you know, day games. NBC mm-hmm. picked up the Sunday night, you know, later in, later in, uh, uh, and uh, I think it was like the 2000s or like that. And then ABC had your, um, had your, your Monday night football. Mm-hmm. And so that's why so many people got hooked on it because you didn't need cable. I didn't have cable yeah. growing up, but because exactly. I had the main seven channels I could watch yep. football. Yep. So the trick with that was, yeah, when it moved to ESPN, that was a huge, that was a huge deal because now you had to get cable in order to watch Monday night football. Um, And, and the, the other thing that kind of, um, you know, has, has killed it is not just what Fox is doing, but you said the internet, if you want to watch a live stream of anybody, Mm -hmm. you can't. So like, for example, one of the sites that I work with, the NFL draft is coming up in about three months. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a live stream where we are in real time analyzing the NFL draft. So not only are
1: you actually getting the stream of the draft, not only are you actually getting the draft draft, but you're also getting the commentary of people that you want to listen to. And that right there is, is emblematic of the various bubbles that people live in, in their world. Like they're kind of in their own little world. And so, um, uh, yeah, I can see why that right there is a great example of why ESPN is struggling. And at one point, this ESPN, I think for years, for decades, ESPN was always a positive on the balance sheet of the Walt Disney Company. Iger and whoever succeeds him are going to have to figure out, it is it still a positive on the balance sheet of the Walt Disney Company?
0: I think if there's a candidate for something to be sold in the Walt Disney Company, ESPN is, is pretty likely that, yeah. that they just may decide to cut bait and say, you know what, we're just kind of going to get out of the sports world in terms of like sports broadcasting and have someone else deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, you know, ESPN's a big part, but then, you know, movies, I'm sure again, even the casual fan um, of sports or even not a sports fan, you know, you've seen uh, remember the Titans well, or, okay.
1: well, let, let's pause sports and disney movies remember the titans yeah fine whatever but let's let's go straight up pure disney movies things like rookie of the year yeah. angels in the outfield or probably the preeminent disney franchise sports movie the mighty ducks mighty Ducks. i mean yep the mighty ducks were the 90s for crying out
0: loud i, well, mean, I mean they were the 90s well, and you mentioned owning sports teams. That was one of the sports yes. teams that they owned. Well, that was that whole idea of Eisner of
1: synergy, right? You had the Anaheim ducks. She had the mighty duck movies, the franchise went on. I mean, here, you know how a franchise, you know, how, you know, a franchise is as popular as you think it is, is when 20, 30 years later, they come back with a series on their streaming service, you know, the yes. mighty duck series. And not only one season, they do two seasons of it. If not three, I think they might even be coming up on three at this point. I don't know I, I i think i think what disney okay i'm gonna go on to a, a, a rant not a rant it's not a rant it's it's kind of a it's an explanation right it's a speech it's a i'm gonna get on my my soapbox for a second the thing that disney has always done and will forever do well is tell great stories matt they will forever tell great stories that was the the, the, the narrative was always the most important part of what walt reached What kind of story is it going to tell, right? Sports tell great stories. And one of the most well-known tropes in sports stories is the underdog dog story is the under is the team that just has absolutely no chance whatsoever. They're put out, they're shut out, they're cast aside. And because they believe, because they believe in hope, they, they come out on top. And I think that resonates with people so much and disney understands that that when you look at the history of the movies that they've put out that is always there again the mighty ducks rookie of the year um uh, remember the titans my god that was a historical movie based on actual
0: yeah. what happened right uh, miracle and, you know, about the 1980 uh Olympic yes hockey team. yes
1: absolutely
0: um, Invincible was about a guy who like it was when the Philadelphia Eagles were struggling and uh he yeah. just like you know impressed and made it onto the team.
1: And like- then there's also there's also the other side of it. Matt, we said we would finally have we said we would do an episode on this and we've never done it, but maybe this is that episode there's the air bud movies and the there's whole 14, series
0: there's 14 air bud movies oh. I, I i don't think it's been, i think it's been years since i mentioned this everyone just just let that sink in for a second there are 14 air oh. bud movies let me list them for you we have air bud air Bun golden receiver air bud world pup air Bud seventh inning fetch air bud spikes back Air Buddies, Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, Santa Buddies, Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies, Super Buddies, Hi. The Search for Santa Paws, The Search for Santa Paws 2! No way, they have a sequel to The Search for Santa Paws? What? Mind what? blown! What is happening? How How in the world is the series still making money? Like-
1: God, I love it. Well, at this point, I don't think they have to. I just think they put it out for nostalgia, for nostalgia's sake, right? I mean, Airbud is a great movie. Airbuds a good movie. I remember Airbud. I think Airbud 2 was pretty good too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I think I stopped after that, but but yeah, I'm with you. But again, Disney gets it. Disney understands that the the sports part of it is it people resonate with that. Even I, i'm sorry there are still moments where i flying v you know like you just you remember those moments the moment that the the, the knuckle the knuckle uh the knuckle puck right the knuckle yep. puck with keenan thompson in that movie for crying mm-hmm. out loud um uh, cool runnings yeah oh my god yes cool i forgot about cool runnings yeah i love that movie i love it feel the rhythm feel the rhyme of something something it's bobson time yes <laughs> oh my god you can't i mean john candy for crying out loud oh yeah yeah, yeah. um so so yeah that is another aspect of Disney in sports, and I think it all comes back to in sports you have a great narrative. This is, I mean, just think about the Lions right now. They are America's team right now. The Lion, no matter where you go, you hear people shouting "Go Lions!" Unless you're in San Francisco, it's a little bit different. But like I, I saw a post the other day, someone who is Detroit born and raised lives in Florida now. He's in his 80s. He's got his Lion shirts in. He's, he's on. He's in Florida at the grocery store and he had people coming up to him saying, go lions. I'm praying for the lions. They're going to do it. This is their year. That's a great narrative. That's a great story. And Disney knows how to capture that.
0: Well, and it's, and it's, and sports companies are taking a page out of it. Like mm-hmm. um Loyola, Chicago, their basketball team made the final four of the men's basketball tournament, NCAA men's basketball tournament. And who was the face of that? It was sister Jean, who was 90-something years old and at every game, and we focused in on this little old lady. And why? Because people ate that stuff up. If you've been watching at all the NFL this year, you know that Taylor Swift has now entered the NFL yes, Zeitgeist. Yes, And yes. it's been a huge, huge story, as it, it has should gotten,
1: be. It has gotten children Primarily little girls, but I will also say little boys as well who like Taylor. It has gotten children who maybe have never been invested in football ever to watch these games. It has become a family event. In the, the NFL right now is operating on all cylinders for the first time, I think, in a, a decade. They had some bad press there for a while with all yeah. the concussions. Goodell was being asked to step down, like all these different things. Uh, I think after Colin Kaepernick took his knee, a lot of people said they would never, never watch the NFL again, but they are enjoying some of the highest ratings they've ever seen. And again, it's narrative, it's story, it's people need something to believe in. Mm -hmm. And sports gives them that. Disney gives them that. So why not merge the two together? It's a brilliant, brilliant business.
0: I mean, even like, take a look at this podcast. There's thousands of Disney news sources and podcasts out there, but my assumption is that a lot of people are listening to this because there, there is a personal connection with this podcast, whether you have personally reached out to us, whether, you've, whether there's a, like, I've never met my favorite sports athletes, and yet I, can, I feel connected to them on mm-hmm. my team because I'm being told this narrative. And so, I mean, that's just good media practice as well of like, okay, we want people to care about this. And so a big part of caring is investing in the story. And one thing that is about sports, if you are not a sports fan, um, uh, you you very much should look into some stories and even like some of the bad stories like scandals and stuff like that. Um, my favorite one is in the NBA and i'm going to butcher this so look it up but it's it's uh, it was the philadelphia 76ers um uh, general manager uh, brian colangelo and mm-hmm. basically what was found out was that he was using dummy twitter accounts to like bash players and coaches and so oh. this one reporter like figured this out and like and and it uncovered this whole thing and it was he got fired for it and it's it's a great saga. That's a that's a great read. Um so if you again you you don't don't really like sports but you are interested in fun scandals and 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 stories, sports is a great place to get them. <laughs>
1: 100%. Oh my god, and there's always there's always something going on in the world of sports um to whatever degree you want to look at. <laughs> now, of yeah. course, the ESPN and sports in the movies are not the only thing. There's also the relationship between Walt Disney World, the parks, and sports. And I think we would be remiss, Matt, if we did not discuss what Disney did during the COVID pandemic. I know you wanted to talk about this. Yeah, so shift this, gears and talk this about was
0: that. a merging of worlds for me. So um, uh, the NBA is actually kind of where like the COVID pandemic shut down kind of was born out of Mm -hmm. um basically it was a member of the utah jazz Um, his name was rudy gobert um and uh he you know this this was like very early stages of it all and it was like is he gonna play because of you know some covid concerns and things like that and uh basically he ended one press conference by touching all the microphones and like "Ha, ha 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 look at me i'm getting my germs everywhere and then like two days later was t- tested positive for COVID. Oh good and, I, oh my goodness. And, and at that point, the NBA decided to do something unprecedented, which was su- suspend their season mid season. And, um, that was, know,
1: I remember when that happened, cause that happened, I want to say a week, maybe, a, maybe 10 days before. Disney made the decision to close all their parks too. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when the NBA made that decision, that's when you were new. It was like, oh crud, this yeah. is real. This is a yeah, big like deal.
0: Th- this is a big deal. So the NBA was kind of the first thing to say, we're shutting this thing down. And so now the problem with all of this is um, you know, you were halfway through a season. You, you know, the the NBA was looking to kind of finish this season off, partly because mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a whole lot of um contract things and player awards and other stuff like that that are tied to contracts that you want to continue the season on. And mm-hmm. so uh the commissioner of the NBA, which is his name is Adam Silver, um, he got in contact with the Disney Parks and basically they um they came up with uh how to complete this season and it was the the bubble, the NBA bubble. And yep. so they, they, had them stay at, I believe, um, Yacht Coronado Beach Springs. Club. I thought it was Coronado, Coronado, Coronado
1: Springs? Springs. I swear it was Coronado Springs. They were staying at, but maybe not. It, it could have been, I mean, I don't know why they would have put them in a moderate if they were, if they, I mean, if they had deluxe available
0: stay in the bubble. Um, it was, so, um, let's see, it was, um, eight, there were, so there, there were obviously there's, um, 30 teams. So eight were staying uh-huh. at Grand, Grand, Flor- Grand Floridian, Okay. Eight were at uh, Grand Destino Tower at Coronado Springs, and six. Okay, were at okay, the so Club. I
1: was right then. All right, so okay, yeah. I did think. Okay. Um,
0: and they didn't invite all thirty teams. Like the teams that were kind of out of it, they were just like, "Listen, you have no chance." Like, well, because
1: they had to, because they had to get into the bubble. They had to, they had to get into the bubble. They had the first test negative. Yes. Then once they were in the bubble, they were now no interaction whatsoever with the outside world at yeah. all. Yeah,
0: it was interaction with your team and the opposing team, and that was it. So the idea yeah. was like you, and it was. Security was around and they tracked it like they're like they they were like no contact, which made it a very interesting uh, psychological season for these players, because I mean, basically they went to work and then Mm -hmm. went back. They were at the hotel
1: and and I'm sure that I'm sure there were maybe some there were probably some cast members on site to take care of them who also had to test at most. But that's all you were allowed to interact with you. That was it. Everything was brought in for you at that point.
0: That was it. So they played the the back half of the 2020 season was played at Walt Disney World. And yeah. um, there's some of the wildest televised games because it's just there just in an empty stadium and playing these games and 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 going through the season. And players have talked about it. There was a very strange season and very uh, for some very difficult it's to funny. play. funny.
1: That also, that whole idea of the empty stadiums, that wasn't just the NBA at that time, too. The WWE went on and did all of their events as well and did them basically at, like, one of their training centers with absolutely no audience. That was such a weird time. Talk shows had people with, like, television monitors and the audience and stuff. But as far as Disney goes, yeah, Disney stepped up and said, all right, we're going to do that. I mean, why as well use that facility to be able to do it And since no one else was there, you know?
0: When I'm sure the NBA paid some type of, like, I'm sure it was a, like, we'll give you blank amount of money for this. Oh, yeah. um, so for oh, Disney, sure. it was also kind of a, a money-making thing. But outside of that, like, okay, outside of the NBA, Disney World hosts a lot of sporting-based tournaments. Um, I'm sure you have been down there when there's a cheerleading thing happening, and you just see armies of cheerleaders running around. Yep. Um, well, and again,
1: they built the ESPN worldwide of sport wide sports for that reason. They moved all of the events from the different hotels to that facility for that reason, the cheer competitions, the gymnastic competitions, the little league football soccer, like they host a ton of that stuff. And I think part of that is meant to motivate younger people, younger kids to stay active, to stay fit, to stay involved, to develop those team skills, all really important things. You know, I, I, think people oftentimes will bash Disney about being this money, honey, money, hungry, profit driven organization. I I will say, yes, they are a profit driven organization. 100%. But the Walt Disney company does a darn good amount of good too. They do. I mean, they are one of the fiercest advocates for a lot of great things for kids, for families, and sports is one of those ways that they're able to do that, right? Yeah. So I think I think this was another example of them stepping up as as, as they recognize as their responsibility in the community to make sure that this event could take place and that you know people needed sports at that time. I mean, what else? I mean, there was a lot of stuff. It was a that was a rough time, man. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. And so to
0: to have like an NBA game to look forward to was really nice. Like, oh, I get to yeah. watch the NBA tonight, and that's going to be good. Um, um, and even like all the, um, all the kids competition, things like that. Like I remember we did band trips down there. Mm-hmm, and one mm-hmm. of the nice things about doing a student lo- trip down there is you have a finite park that is, that has plenty of people around that are watching what's going on mm-hmm. that you can let students loosen. Like if you go to New York city, you can't just say, all right, kids, have fun. like You, you have to like, no. you. you have to watch them. You have to, you know, there's a lot of places they could get into that could cause some trouble because not everything is being watched. Whereas if you, you can pretty much tell a teenager, all right, keep your phone on you, but go have fun. And exactly. there's, there's really limited trouble that they can get into because of how many cast members are around because of yep. like, we just, as a kid, you don't want to make trouble when there's roller coasters and fun stuff around. It's when you're bored, when, when teenagers are bored, that's when the trouble happens.
1: That's when it becomes problematic. Absolutely. And of course, you know, okay. So, so we've talked Disney and ESPN, uh, we've talked Disney and sports in the movies. We've talked Disney in the parks the other the other part of this and i don't know did you do any research on when that whole idea of i'm going to disney world kind of crept yes. into the historical narrative so i i know i think it said 1987 was the first it was actually a commercial i guess but it's yeah. kind of formed into its own thing what can what can you tell us about that
0: so of course um this is um uh um uh iconic phrase you know after the super bowl win the quarterback goes i'm going to disney world and i believe they are Mm -hmm. invited to be like you know the grand marshal of like a parade parade or something yeah Yeah. Yeah. you know you you can because it's easy to you know have someone come to disney world and throw them in a car um but this was very targeted this is an eisner thing again this is Mm -hmm. this is michael eisner's you know baby where um uh you know The idea was born where um, Disney, they targeted both quarterbacks of each Super Bowl team in 1987 and told them, we will give you, we will will give the winning quarterback $75,000 to say I'm going to Disneyland as he walked off the field after the game. Uh, now, hilariously, it was so Phil Sims was the winning quarterback of the New York Giants. And he said the phrase, mm. I'm going to Disney World after his 1987 Super Bowl victory. And the rest is history. And every Super Bowl MVP since that day has said that phrase after their big wins. And then each mm. gets treated to a celebratory parade at the Disney Park of their choice.
1: Yeah. So oh, it, but- I'm telling you if the Lions end up getting to the Super Bowl and friggin' winning the Super Bowl I am going to just have to plan a trip down to are we Disney going World down to go We're going to have to do that. Jared man. Goff guess, uh, Oh <laughs> my god to just oh my goodness gracious. Oh, uh yeah, geez. my
0: Packers are no longer in it so you know I can yeah. I suppose I can cheer for the Lions. Um a, Lions are on friend, my, te- my li- li- Lions are on my list of teams that I will cheer for. I will never cheer sorry my Vikings and Bears fans. I hope you never win another Super Bowl ever again.
1: Bears beat in the Chicago. You won't support no, the Bears. No, get, huh? get out of here.
0: Get out of here. Really? <laughs> why? Why? It, it, Bears, Bears are the, are the Packers most hated rival. Um, uh, why, why do you like the Packers so much? So that was my team growing up. My parents are from Wisconsin. Okay. Um, and that was the team. That was my first team that I cheered for. Honestly, with any other sport, I'm kind of just a fan of the sport. I uh-huh. like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I want the Pistons to win. I want the Tigers to win. Like, you know, that's, that's nice. Like it's, it's fun to see, but I'm not like, you know, invested, heartbroken. If it happens, um, the Packers, I'm, I'm pretty invested. Okay. My so, my brother, um,
1: my brother was the biggest lion's fan for years and somewhere around, I don't know if it was high school or his first couple of years of college, he, he made the transition. He's like, I, this is never going to happen. And so he's like my secondary and the team I'll root for. I mean, I, he goes, I will always love the Lions. He goes, but it's the Eagles for me. And mm-hmm. so he supported the Eagles for years, and of course they've gone on to be great yeah, yeah. in various ways. But this this is a special moment for those people who who like my brother. They've drinking they've drank the blue Kool Aid for years. For me, I, again, I've I've never personally been invested. I'm very excited to see well, where this goes and 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 see them potentially win
0: this is kind of a good bow on the top of this. Why are you invested? Because it's a great story. Exactly. It's like, this is a team that I, I, I don't, I, I think, how do I, how do I best describe this? Cause I, cause living in Michigan, um, you know, just from TV things, I watched a ton of lions games and I watched every, every game of that. owen 16 season. Um, oh, imagine season. this. This is a good Disney fan. Uh, I'll, I'll make it a Disney fan metaphor. Imagine that. Every year you fly down to Florida and with the hope of going going to Disney World. You're like, "Yes, here we are. New year, I'm going to Disney World. Here it is. Awesome." And uh and you get off the plane and you're 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 going into Disney World, uh but the only ride you can ride forever is Stitch's Great Escape. That's it. That's it. You're there all the or, time, or
1: you can't even get into Disney World. Yeah, or you
0: can't even get that.
1: In. That, that is, I've told you my recurring dream whenever yes, I have you a just trip. Can't plan. get in. That is, that is my recurring dream, which is we get. I mean, I literally can see the front gate of Magic Kingdom. I can see the Magic Band scanners, and for whatever reason, I am, I am like, yeah. I just get further and further away. Like you know, it, it and, has and, been an
0: absolute gut punch to be a line yeah. or I guess you get to the park and it's closed for some reason. Like, Sorry,
1: Parks closed. Yeah, Mushin told closed. you out front. <laughs> like
0: just an absolute gut punch for the last yeah. like 20, 30 uh, years. And so like this is like th- like you said, I'm sure there are a lot of people in Michigan and across the NFL that are latching on to this story because it's a good story. You 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 feel good rooting for this team.
1: Yeah. This has been fun. This was oh, a fun episode. This this was this was good. I I want to ask you a question, real quick. Do you believe, being the Disney and sports guru that you are, that it would be in the Walt Disney Company's best interest to unload ESPN?
0: I do, as much as I hate to say it, um, I I think they can still keep like you know you just rebrand the ESPN complex to a sports oh, complex. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's easy. But I just but... Mean, do.
1: You think it makes sense? Are that. I, that does that fit into their business structure the next five to 10 years? And I, I think, I'm with you. I don't think it does.
0: I think they, I, I think it's, it's not as where sports is going, you know, where, where, where streaming is, you know, where streaming is for all this stuff where cable, cable isn't King anymore. And so like, if you're trying to build a, 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 company based around a, a cable channel, that that seems that seems really risky um i just think there's other stuff that disney should put their energy into shave off the payroll of this and the the upkeep and all that stuff and put yeah. that into your movies put that into yeah. your shows put that into your original content put that into your parks um yeah. like that's that is what is making you long term is going to make you the money if i were if ESPN. i were Di-
1: yeah if i were disney right now And I, and I had to make three strategic moves, strategic move. Number one would be to sell ESPN completely, get out of the sports business. You Mm -hmm. don't need to, uh, number two would be to sell ABC. Yeah. The network network TV is not profitable. It it is dying. Uh, and strategic move. Number three would be to get rid of Disney plus. I, I, I I think Disney
0: plus can be salvaged.
1: I, I don't. I, I I think that they can do what they want to do with Hulu, and I think that you don't need to stream it, or, or get rid of Hulu and move everything yeah, to Disney Plus. Basically, merge those two. Merge platforms. the two, but they need to take some strategic. They need to make some strategic plays, which is new movies don't go to Disney Plus for a year.
0: Which uh, I will give them credit
1: for. Wish
0: has yes. not hit- wish.
1: No, no, and you know it's funny. I went back to see Wish for a second time with my family when I was in Michigan, um, uh, a couple weeks ago. Over, um, uh, when was this? This was over. This was like the first week of January. And watching it the second time, I fell in love with it even more.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: you know, I know by uh, by a lot of accounts, it people are calling it a bomb. I mean, it technically has made its budget back. It didn't make its advertising budget back, but it did do two hundred thirty seven million. But I think part of this has a lot to do with the fact that people are expecting it to get to Disney Plus. Yeah, if absolutely. Disney out if Disney outrightly says we are not bringing movies to, onto Disney Plus for six months to a year, people are going to want to go see those movies again. And that that I, I think that was a big strategic blunder. But my my point is is I think Disney needs to refocus it's attention on some of its core businesses. And I think ESPN is not a core business anymore. I don't think ABC is a core business anymore. I think they need to merge their, their streaming services. And if I was to add a fourth one, I'd say get rid of national geographic too.
0: Yeah. It's there's just these fringe things that I'm like, what's, what's the plan? Like this isn't going to explode. What's the plan here? I think, Um, I
1: think Marvel, I think they've got a good tight idea around what they want to do with Marvel. I think, They've got a pretty good idea of where they want to go with Lucasfilm at this point, mm-hmm. and I think if they reinvest back into some of the core principles that they've always had and get rid of some of this other tertiary stuff that they've kind of gone down the path of, I think they could find themselves in a much more solid position because they can take that money and, as you said, reinvest it into the parks. I yeah. was having this conversation with um, – well, I, I went to the our, our 339 um, party oh, yeah, the other yeah. day. And and had a chance to see a bunch of our our fellow cast members. Uh, Chris was there, and Nancy was there, and Kathy was there, and um, uh, 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 Kim was there. A bunch of us were there, and we were talking. And one of the things I said to them all, I was like, "Look," I said, "Disney has to stop building hotels. They got to stop bringing more people down, and they need to focus in the parks. They got to focus on capacity issues. They got to figure out a way to remain profitable without continuing to raise prices." But uh, they just kind of have fallen off. They've kind of they they've just kind of fallen off the path a little bit. bit. Yeah. does that make sense? You yeah, know?
0: and some of it you don't know. With like, I mean, obviously there were an unprecedented transition where it was Chapek took over, then yeah. Iger came back, and now he's like reversing some things. Like, I mean, well, there's there's you know we're 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 dealing with some stuff, but um, you can't tell me that that you know I mean Universal's putting up a whole new land. The international Disney parks are putting up. They're they're rocking, you and you know and
1: Disneyland, stuff. Disneyland is doing some pretty amazing stuff as well. And you can get a pretty decent trip to a Disney park domestically at Disneyland. I've had more people pricing Disneyland stuff out than world this this month, but you mentioned universal right now. You, I, I just posted this up on um my, my social media today. You can do a short four day, three night getaway down to universal Orlando for a family of four. So kids under nine years old, two parents, Four parks or so you get four days in the parks. So you're basically there so the minute you get there to the minute you leave three nights at their endless summer resort priced out at $2,200.
0: Gosh, <laughs> you can't
1: beat that.
0: Yeah, you, you can't, can't beat,
1: beat that. that. That's end of April. That's like, like you cannot beat that you want. And if you want to upgrade, if you want to go to their premier resorts, like their high end resort, Lowe's Royal Pacific and get, um, unlimited express pass with that, it's thirty two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's you can't beat that at all. So eight hundred days bucks a person, a, it really is. It, <laughs> now, granted, flights are different, but oh yeah, can, yeah, you, you can you get cheap light. flights though. Yeah, pack. Light. You go on Frontier. You go on. Spear, yeah, you, hack. You can get a United flight depending on when you want to go round trip for one hundred fifty bucks.
0: Yeah, you can flights. You can you can find cheaply and you can like if you try you can make it happen and i know this because i do it often (laughs)
1: yes you look at the what if the oh if only i could escape if only i could get down there
0: yeah anyway
1: all right well this has been a fun episode my friend i think it is closing time how do they get a hold of us
0: yes um beers and ears 1928 at gmail.com uh facebook uh, Beers and Years podcast are the best time, best things to do. And then I'm gonna shout out our Instagram at Beers Years 1928. I'm 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 working on some putting up some content on there. I'm looking at making because we, we video this now. I'm looking yeah. at making some reels. <laughs>
1: Ooh, Look at how boy. cool I am. Look at you. Um, uh, so of course you know, we're and... we're sponsored by two different well, okay, we're the owners of the podcast. So of course we sponsor it. Yeah, we but... sponsor it. I have got my fancy dancy steamboats hoodie on. It came this morning. I also right. got the Beers and Ears tee that came in. I'll wear that one probably tomorrow. Um, but you can go over to fakesportsteams.com. There's a bunch of awesome merch from fake sports teams, as well as the Beers and Ears merch is over there as well. Reasonably priced. Came in about a week. Fantastic. Helped support Matt. Um, you know, it's kind of a little small business that he's got going on, which is yeah. fantastic. Um, and then Head on over to CaseyWoolley.com. magical memories by Casey. You want to plan a vacation? January has been lit. I'm telling you, I have had an amazing January with people. Uh, shout out to Rob Beasley, who is a listener of the podcast, who was Woo! also a client client of mine who referred one of his friends who uh, just did a Disneyland trip. Love so uh, thank you, Rob. You're going to get a $25 Disney gift card Woo! for that. By the way, he recommended we need to, before it leaves, you and I need to take a trip down to the Disney 100 exhibit.
0: Ah, yes. We should do that. Um, uh, so, yes, we, yes, we should. Um, I know we've talked like, about oh, that, my friend. We'll talk about
1: on. that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, or, or if you go and I go, we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we exactly, need, exactly. We need to go. So, um, But anyway, CaseyWooley.com. It costs you nothing extra to use my services. I'd be happy to help you plan your trip. Of course, SorcererNetwork.com all this magic under one hat beers and ears podcast discontinued on display fake sports woolly.com magical memories by Casey sorcerer vlog, and um, the, the, the twitch uh, channel, which I don't i forgot which sorcerer Matt. I'll figure sorcerer it out. Matt. Yeah. Well, yeah y- there's there, there's so. a whole bunch of stuff. It's all there. All this magic. Um, okay. Let's uh, raise our glasses, Matt.
0: Uh, it is 2 p.m. I drink, and i have I, to take care of my, my children i i am yeah, not drinking
1: I, yet I, I, had, <laughs> I, had, I had i had water so we're good uh, all right this episode has been on us we'll see you again real soon. bye everyone